Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. in the morning and i am way too wired for this job jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) i just did cocaine in the bathroom at four in the morning (laughs) (laughs) what's up let's go to the weather it's raining (laughs) it's never gonna stop raining (laughs) <laughs> yeah, as your house is a full of water no it's fine did you get it fixed yeah oh tight. sort of oh okay <laughs> i mean i think they came and like fixed the fix so the original fix was done wrong uh, okay yeah so that got fixed but it's still sort of just like a temporary fix because <sighs> really the pipes need to be replaced yeah and that's expensive yes and that's fine yeah but this way, like, if it does get backed up, they can easily just, like, snake it from outside. Yeah. So it's fine. To... But I did laundry yesterday while it was, like, wet outside and nothing flooded. So. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I know everyone is very interested. Engrossed. They've been worried <laughs> since... The... I don't remember when we talked about that last. <laughs> it's, a, it's a constant thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I think that was... I feel like that was Muppet Christmas Carol we talked about your house. I don't know. I feel like it's Being all wet. I talk about. <laughs> Frogs and plumbing. That's all I have. It's my whole shtick. Hey man, you gotta have a thing. What's up with flooding in your home? What's up with plumber's butts? (laughs) Why can't they just wear coveralls? I don't get it. (laughs) God, I wish so much that I had a soundboard. (laughs) Just for the starting portions of these. Right. What does a plumbers but <laughs> sound, sound like require <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> just growling grunting yeah whatever it sounds plumbers make yeah hey let us know if you're a plumber what sounds you make <laughs> the last plumber guy was very nice though and he worked till like 10 at night to fix oh, wow it. yeah that is nice of him yeah and i was like thank you i've been waiting to i <laughs> i accidentally he was like Okay, I know it's really annoying, but, like, don't run any water while I'm working on this. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll stare at the wall. Um, <laughs> the only thing that entertains me is running water. God. What am I doing if not running water? <laughs> but I just, like, absentmindedly flushed the toilet one time mm-hmm. while he was out there working. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, God. It's so hard to not. It's just, I've been. Yeah. Uh, you just don't think about it. I've been peeing in toilets for so long. <laughs> yeah, two whole years now. <laughs> 
that took me a second. <laughs> we're all very proud of you. <laughs> Feel the delayed burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <sighs> Hang on. Listen. That's fair. So I have a funny story. Yes. Would you like to hear it? Of course. I learned a life lesson recently. Oh, okay. So, uh, there's a Burger King by where I work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I eat there. Uh, maybe more frequently than I realized. Um, because they have Impossible Whoppers, and you know what? They're not great, but <laughs> after not eating meat for, like, ten years, and now all of these fast food places, like, suddenly have options. Yeah. And fast food was never really an option for me, and now I am abusing the privilege. Yeah. And I get to join all the masses of people who also don't really like drive through food, but... <laughs> But it's there and it's fast and, and hot. Someone and will hand it to you. Hand it to you. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, but yeah, I, I went to my local Burger King the other day, <laughs> and I got up to the window and like the lady told me the total or whatever, and I handed her the money and and she then she closed the window. Yeah, I was like, huh. And then she, I just hear her go, "Hey, it's your woman in the window," <laughs> and I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> So, so just like yelling to someone in the back uh, yeah. about how you I, there. the woman, yeah. was in the window. <laughs> I'm the woman in the window to some Burger King employee. Yes. Someone at Burger King has a crush on me. This means that I go to Burger King too much. I mean, it really only takes once. <sighs> yeah, you I made, guess. You made such an impression. I When I was growing up, I remember always like going to stores or whatever and being like oh yeah there's this cute person that works at this store and maybe they'll be there when i go yeah shopping or whatever mm-hmm. and now i'm that person for someone isn't that nice <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been back since <laughs> you've also... made that burger king employee so sad i know it's also funny that she thought i couldn't hear her because she closed the window yeah like i could hear her clearly yeah because she was still just right there yeah <laughs> And probably shouted to someone yes, in the farther away than you were yes. to her. I need a t-shirt now that says, someone at Burger King loves me. <laughs> Does that come with coupons or like, it better. you still got to pay full price for shit? <laughs> well, my coops. The lady taking your money is like, I don't love you. <laughs> It'll be nine seventy five. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Worth a shot. Can I get some extra fries? <laughs> Just like Just two. Put them in the bag. Just a couple. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, so that was the highlight of my year. That's fun. Last year. Yeah. So, you know. It was whenever all I, whenever I feel low, I just think of the, the Burger King sign oh, well. and the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I love that. Have you learned any life lessons recently? <sighs> no. <laughs> not any fun ones. No, not any fun ones. <laughs> None that would uh, add to the levity yeah that we are attempting to achieve on yes. this here oh my god levity podcast. reminds me that that was the name of a really terrible local band when i was growing up really yeah levity it was like butt rock and they mostly just did covers yeah it was great it's funny that i mean local for you and local for me are like the same pretty close together yeah but i wonder I if i could them. find out like who was in the band yeah i wonder if it's anyone that we know oh that would be funny yeah Hmm. Hey, if you were in levity, hey. <laughs> send us a DM. They probably still have a MySpace. Oh yeah, true. You can probably look it up. 
Truly. My MySpace is still up. Nice. I, I deleted mine so long ago and I'm sad. Yeah. But I found all those photos on Photo Bucket, so yeah. it's fine. It'll only load like half the pictures, so it was nice yeah. to remember that a lot of them are on Photo Bucket and I can go get them. Somewhere but... in the ether. Yeah, you know, when you put something on the internet, it's pretty much there forever. Well, it does really feel gone. that way now. Yeah. But it didn't used to be that way. We didn't used to have the cloud. No, that's true. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, time before. What are we talking simpler, about today? Simpler time. We are talking about... Meat Wedge. Hey, I'm Meat Wedge. Hey, I'm the Burger Queen. <laughs> Bucket Snake. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. is my full title now, and you will address me as such. All right. The Burger Queen. Bucket Snake. BGBS? Yes. Uh, this is Replay Rewind, in case you stumbled upon it accidentally and can't read. Oh, yeah. Maybe... Because this will be, what? Mm, the 11th episode? Yeah. Yeah. No. So maybe someone was like, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Technically, well, I think it's the 12th. The year-end wrap-up doesn't have a number on it. Oh, true. But it's technically episode nine. Well, now my notes are all wrong. Though. I know. Same. Oh. You should see my files. <laughs> I don't want to see your They're files. a mess. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> they are scrambled. <laughs> Anyway, it's a, it's 11. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Maybe someone was like, 11, that's a good place to start. It's a good number. Yeah, it's a fight to the finish. That's a good place to end. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg is dead. He can't come for me. <laughs> I can quote him as much as I want. Yep. On the airwaves. Hey, if you have a problem with it, DM us, Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. From the grave. Yes. <laughs> oh, I bet he would have loved podcasts. Oh, I'm sure. It just reminds me of his joke about when he did an interview on XM Radio when it first came out. Yeah. And he was like, can you cuss on this? Like, yeah, because no one can hear you. <laughs> it's true. Plus, he wouldn't have had to stand up in front of all those people. Right? And he's so <laughs> he would have loved it. Anyway, I'm going to start a Mitch Hedberg podcast. Okay. Where I just quote Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. And everyone's like, we know. <laughs> I could just listen to his stand up. <laughs> like, no. no, no. You're getting me quoting it out of order in the way that I remember it happening. Yes deal with it anyway anyway we're here to talk about <laughs> george of the jungle george 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 of the jungle yeah watch out for the tree yeah yeah that one that one i remember with brendan fraser god he's so hot um oh but i guess we should say if somebody did want to start with this episode what we're gonna do here is we're gonna talk about what we remember about the movie and then you're gonna listen to a little ditty that mm -hmm. our friend wrote mm -hmm. it's a very enjoyable song so good. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the movie. We'll tell you our thoughts and impressions. And then we'll give you all the research and info and interesting things. Yeah. Like, we'll go watch it and then we'll... Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll come back and tell you how wrong we were. Yeah. <laughs> I am always the most wrong. <laughs> I'm always like, I think there's a purple dinosaur. And like, what? Why <laughs> did I think nope, that? It's a movie about space. What the fuck is going on in my brain? Who knows? There are dinosaurs in space I in know. a movie that we've talked about. I know. It's a bad example from both of us. I know. Anyway, George of the Jungle, Brendan Fraser, classic Frazier. himbo. Looking good. Oh, God. The himboist. He's, he's hot now, but he was hot in this movie. Like, real hot. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't he's remember. He's cut. Got long hair. Yeah, he does have long hair, right? Yeah. I wonder if it's his real hair. I can't wait to watch and judge. <gasps> yeah. Wig technology. I feel like he in the 90s. would be willing Wig tick. to grow his hair out. 
yeah, for just a role. Takes seems like time. the kind of dude. Yeah, but also he like he had long hair in Encino Man too. Oh, so true. he probably was just like, it's the 90s. It's cool for me to have long hair. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to Keanu Reeves it. Plus, I have such good hair. Yeah. If it's his real hair. If it's his real hair. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's, it's it's you know, it's just like a Tarzan story. It's about this guy, George, yeah. who lives in the jungle. So and, uh, is this, is George, okay, this is going to sound stupid. Okay. I'm just going to record it so everyone can hear me sound dumb. <laughs> is George of the Jungle like a classic story that had been told before and this is like a retelling or was this an original idea i feel like for some reason i feel like it's a um based off of an old cartoon sort of rocky and bullwinkle style okay because i do remember the cartoon but i couldn't remember if that came first yeah or second i think it came first okay and then they decided to make a movie because that's like where the theme song came from yeah that was already there yeah yeah that would be my guess. Cool. It's like, um, is it like he w- was raised in the jungle Tarzan style? Yeah. And, and then, then he meets this lady and she brings him to the city. Yeah. For reasons unknown. Because he's hot. Because he's hot. Yeah. So it's like Blast from the Past, but Blast from the Jungle. <laughs> I guess. Also, Tarzan style sounds like a type of sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you roll up to the in and out <laughs> Make mine Tarzan style. They just throw it at a tree. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what plot points in my brain are Tarzan and what are yeah. George of the Jungle. Um, I just remember like little snippets of it. I remember that he's, you know, he's real stupid and keeps running into trees. Yeah. And at one point he... It's like has a head injury for the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of head injuries. Yeah. In our repertoire. There's a scene where he falls face down into some mud, which I know is made of mashed potatoes. For some reason, that oh. trivia bit is in my brain. Delicious. And then, yeah. And then there's a part where once he like makes it to the city, he's at, it might be at a wedding because there's like a lot of people there and they're all dressed up, mm. but he's in a field and he's like kind of playing with these horses, like running around with them. Oh yeah. And like all the ladies are just like, <sighs> just like staring at him with his yeah. like open shirt ah. and like his long flowing hair and like all these horses and it's on slow motion. And then... They're all also a bunch of dudes standing around, like looking at him, and one guy's like, "What is it with chicks and horses?" And it's just like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I remember. Okay, I'll tell you the one entire scene that I remember. Okay, he's like in I think the woman's apartment in the city by himself. Mm-hmm. She like she leaves him alone for some reason. Yeah, and he's like looking for something to eat, I guess. Okay, and he finds ground coffee. Yeah. And just eats it. He's like a mouthful of coffee grounds. And he's just eating it. And then he gets like so hype. And he's just running around going, jump, 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 jump. Yeah. I think about that scene every time I grind coffee. That's so funny. I'd completely forgotten about that. But yeah, no, I remember that. But that's it. That's all that's in my brain. Yeah. It's the only thing my brain decided to hold on to. That's so funny. Yeah. He has like a bird friend. I feel like there's an animal named Tiki. And that might be the bird, or it might be. There's a gorilla ah, ah, that he. Tuki, tuki. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Tuki. Yeah. There's a gorilla that, that he hangs my, out with. Why was that in my brain? I don't know. This show is so weird. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I didn't hate... even know that I knew that. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love when we unlock e- unlock things in each it's other's brains. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. Let's never talk about anything actually serious. <laughs> No, that's the exact opposite point of this. 
Yeah, he has friends that yes. are animals. Yeah, surely. So the, it's a toucan. Yeah. Tookie Tookie. Tookie. Yes. And yeah, there's a gorilla. Yeah. Um, that he talks to. That's that's about all I got. Is there like a thing with a silverback gorilla or is that in a different movie? It doesn't that's not ringing any bells. Okay. True. I don't know. I'm just stoked to look at Brendan Fraser with no shirt on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan Fraser revival. Maybe I'll watch some other Brendan Fraser classics, like The Mummy. God, I love that movie. And I don't know what else. What else did he do? Blast from the Past, I remember that. I see, I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's like he and his uh, family were in a bunker, because they thought that a nuke was dropped on the US, and he's been in the bunker since then. Weird. Or maybe he was born in the bunker, I don't know, but he's never been in the real world. When did it come out? Around the same time, I think. Well, shit. I, I will just, watch any movie with Brendan Fraser. The in only it, so. thing that I remember is like they're in a hurry to do something, and he's walking around covering his mouth. Yeah. For like a while, and the woman character is like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I haven't had time to brush my teeth." He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, walking around covering his mouth so no one smells his breath. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Interesting. That's in there somewhere. Okay. Uh, Encino Man. Who did that? I don't think I saw that. I've never seen that either. Is uh, that funny or serious? It's no, it's funny. It's like Polly Shore and Oh, okay. What am I thinking of? Man on Fire, probably. Incendiary Man. <laughs> That's what it is. Incendiary. <laughs> uh Looney Tunes back in action. That sounds fake. I've never seen it. I think it's just like a space jam type. I think you dreamed it. I don't think it's real. <laughs> it's definitely a movie. Anyway, uh obligatory this is not a Brendan Fraser podcast. Yeah. I mean it may end up being a Brendan Fraser episode. That's true. The way Liar Liar ended up being a Jim Carrey episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. Alright. Alright. You ready? Yep. Let's go watch it. Watch out for the tree. <laughs> On your way. Wait. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
Well, that was a fucking shallow movie. Yeah, it's... And I'm gonna complain about it <laughs> this whole episode. I'm gonna be a lot of fun. It's so dumb. It's just so bad. Yeah. I kept having to take breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I would literally watch, like, 15 minutes and then be like, oh my god, I have to go do something else. <laughs> Come back to it. Ooh, it's a lot. I mean... Uh, yeah, I think... It, I think maybe if brendan fraser weren't in it it would be unwatchable but he's so delightful yeah and charming and i mean cute. i feel like any like hot dude could have taken the place it's not like he won an oscar for it no know? it's just something about his goofy he's not like conventionally attractive yeah i mean i think a lot of people think that he is hmm. he's in like every movie as hot dude yeah but i don't know <laughs> I don't know. He's All not right. weird hot. No. He's conventional hot. Maybe he's somewhere in the middle. And those abs were like, I was like, are you, Whew. do you feel okay? Is your skin too tight? Probably. I, like, I thought his belly button was going to inside yeah. out itself. I read an interview with him. He said he had 6% body fat. I got more than that in my big toe. <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, the... So give, me the, give me the rundown. Plot summary is a man raised in the jungle by apes falls in love with a wealthy American heiress. Yep. My plot summary is wealthy white woman inexplicably wanders into the jungle in Africa and falls in love with a man who has the mental capacity of an eight-year-old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which what? really doesn't make any sense for him to be so dumb. I mean, I guess if he's like I mean, I think his natural personality would be a lot of that. Yeah. Like, the this is a nature versus nurture discussion now. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably just part of who he is. But yeah, there isn't any reason for him to not be able to talk in a complete sentence. Because Ape can. Yeah. And he's got books. Yeah. And he's like, unless it's because he keeps hitting his head <laughs> on fair. trees. That could be. But yeah, the, the fact that Ape has this, like, super eloquent way of speaking. Mm-hmm. And then George does not and doesn't have a British accent, which if Ape is the only other That's English speaking thing that he's talked to, yeah, he also should have. We can talk about okay. all of that. Because right. there's a lot more that I have questions about. I have so many questions. Yeah. I know that this is a fun, silly movie, but I'm going to critique the shit out of it. It's what we do here. Because this is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, turn it off. <laughs> But please come back next week. Yeah, All right. Yeah, try try a different one. So I was right about it being a Rocky and Bullwinkle type production. Yeah. It's the same guys as Jay Ward and Bill Scott. And yeah. that like intro is straight out of the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And then they it like cuts to live action, which that part is funny. Like all the different animals on vines is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like a giraffe on a vine is funny. Yeah. Um, I always loved Rocky and Bullwinkle, but it definitely a little problematic. Is it? I haven't watched it since I was probably, like, six years old, so. Well, I was watching the George of the Jungle cartoon, oh, and I yeah. was just like, well, this is, it was clearly made in the 60s. Yeah, true. So. Was was George of the Jungle made in the 60s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right at the same time as... I thought it was, like... As all those others. Yeah, more recent than that, but... Uh-uh. Interesting. Nope. All right, so it starts out with fart sounds, so fart yeah. count one. <laughs> Do we have a count? Because I did, I kept a count. Oh, thank God! Because no movie should have so many farts in it that I have to keep track. 
you're right. <laughs> um, and I also think there should maybe be some sort of seizure warning. Yeah. With the opening credits. Like, yeah. why are they so... Well, it's the exact... When I watched the cartoon, it was the same way. There was so much flashing and, yeah. like... So, yeah. A... I, that They would not... That would not happen today. No. I mean, it, it... I don't have epilepsy, but I feel like it was classic, like... Yeah, it we should put a warning. Seems triggering. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, opening credits. Now we're into 25 years later. The, oh, the opening credits like explain him like Yeah, he was on a plane, the plane crashed. They yeah. lost him in the jungle. They finally just gave up. They were like, "Oh, fuck it." <laughs> we can make find more him. babies. Yeah. That one was we weird. We weren't even that attached to that one. We yeah, barely known so him. So, and then George remained in the jungle and was raised by gorillas. Yes. Mostly gorilla. Yeah. The other ones can't talk for some reason. Just the one. Um, it's He's actually just a man in a gorilla suit. <laughs> he has been is, for the past 25 years. That's just John Cleese. <laughs> that is where John Cleese is when he isn't making movies. He's just in Africa. He's in his trailer, like, finishing a movie, putting on the gorilla suit, and everyone's like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm going home. I gotta go. <laughs> Raise a child. All right. So, yeah, it starts out 25 years later. Leslie Mann hanging out in the jungle for some reason. She's trying to find they never something. The yeah, the rumor of the white ape, I guess, is what she's trying to find. But like, she hadn't heard that story right until, oh, or were they he, just retelling it yeah, for Lyle when he showed up? Okay, yeah, I guess. I think she just kind of is like, I want to discover something. Why this is a good. Oh. What the fuck does she know about she has, anything? She's dressed like she rides horses. Because she has, she's just an affluent white lady I who's know. like, no one has ever told me no. And she probably just got it in her head that she wanted to go explore the jungle. And her parents were like, okay, dear. Well, there is a deleted scene where they say that um, Lyle was sent there by her mom. Yeah. Because her, her mom was worried that she was losing it or something. Oh, okay. So maybe she... That's why he hunted her down. Went out there. Which I think it's weird that they cut that out because it's like 20 seconds oh and then yeah that would and him just showing up out of nowhere is never explained and it's very strange yeah but anyway so their whole relationship is super strange i don't get it at all like she clearly doesn't like him he doesn't really like her no it, i mean it's it's i think that we get a little bit more explanation for it when we meet her parents because it's very much just like we are both super wealthy families yeah in san francisco and so we've got to get our children together for some reason but it's like it's the late Do they 90s show lyle's parents no but it's just her parents everybody but, yeah. is very much like oh lyle vandegroot right so i guess that's just the idea is that like yeah it's just like a social they have similar social standing sort of thing but still there are lots of wealthy people you could find one you like probably yeah <laughs> why this one I don't know, because he's awful. Yeah. But he has no redeeming qualities. No. Whatsoever. I mean, he's not supposed to. I know. But. Um, and I also said, of course, this guy's name is Lyle. <laughs> he looks like a Lyle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Ursula in the jungle. Lyle shows up. They're like, fine, we'll go find the white ape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, they start climbing up the mountain and they go over that bridge. Right. And Lyle, like wiggles it until somebody falls yeah but he's fine he's fine because nobody dies said that nobody dies they just get really big boo-boos so i lied 
earlier. I misspoke earlier when I said that Brendan Fraser was the one redeeming quality of this movie. The narrator. Because the narrator and the fourth wall breaks make it watchable. The fourth wall breaks are, are funny. Like when he's like, they looked at the mountain with awe. And they're like, aww. He said, I, I said, said awe. Awe. Yeah. That's Ooh. funny. It's great. Um, Yeah. So one of the guys falls over the bridge. And then they're like, they have that break where they're all like camping or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Lyle tries to like make friends with the I guess they're guides. Yeah. Uh, by giving them a Polaroid camera and the guy's like this is fine but I like my 35 millimeter or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah that was good. I guess. <sighs> then that's the the part where he like drags her off and is like fine let's just find this ape and get out of here because you know I'm not having fun and no one here likes me because I'm a giant. Right. Because <laughs> um, I'm unlikable. It Wild. is the cleanest, least sweaty jungle I've ever seen. Oh yes, no one. I would like to sweats. go to that jungle. Right. They don't appear to be plagued by mosquitoes. There, are, yeah, there are no bugs. They don't look super sweaty. None of them look sweaty at all. Uh, yeah, they're not. Except for uh, Thor, the one brute guy that comes with. Well, yeah, because he's wearing Lyle. a leather jacket and leather pants, and he leather pants keeps wearing them the whole movie. Yeah, he never changes clothes. Well, he's got an aesthetic. Also, did you realize what the yes. smaller brute's name is? I did. It's in all caps in my notes. It says, "Wait, <laughs> his name is Max." <laughs> yep, we got a Max on this we one, got a everyone. Max. So, maximum brute, <laughs> maximum thug. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to this jungle. Yeah, it seems fine. It seems chill. Yeah, like for a little while, and then go home. Yeah. Yeah, and then they get attacked by a lion. Yep. The lion's very cute. Yeah. And then George swings in to save the day. Yep. But he hits a tree instead. Uh, yeah, obviously. Also, we get a really nice shot of the lion's huge balls. <laughs> I was yes. like, true. <laughs> cool. And then, <laughs> he, like, George runs into that tree and bounces off. And I wrote, must be a rubber tree. And then he he said, rubber tree. And I was like, oh. Yep. Did I write this movie? Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many jokes that are like, why does he know what that is? Like, where he's like, good for clothesline. It's like, Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I know none of it is supposed to make any sense I and know. it's not supposed to be logical, but you're just like, as watching it as an adult, it's just like, Ugh. Well, that's weird too, because, because of that reason, you know, I kept being like, okay, this is supposed to be a kid's movie or whatever. But like, I don't feel like it's like a kid's movie. Yeah. Like the plot is not very, I don't know interesting as far as like the love story and stuff i mean the it's a rom-com yeah you know yeah it's yeah just yeah at its heart it's it's a rom-com that is packaged in dumb jokes for children yeah yeah like it's fun probably for kids to look at you know that's true and entertaining in that way yeah but like why is it why is the dialogue written this way like the dialogue is somewhere in the desert between like kids but even if they are kids' jokes, they're not funny. No, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Sorry, we're getting off track. I'm complaining. It's fine. <laughs> Told it's you fine. I was gonna complain. Maybe you know, I don't know. Maybe children would find it funny. I don't. I don't have the sense of humor of a child anymore. Oh, so well, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not this child, I guess. Uh, so anyway, he like makes the lion leave, runs off with Ursula. The both of them are swinging on a vine somehow. Yep. That's not how that works. I mean, vine physics. Yeah. We gotta just ignore them, really. Yeah, for this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Although, what is Lyle's motivation? So he wakes up, 
they're gone. He, like, sees Ursula being carried off. Yeah. And he, like, rips his clothes and smears himself with, like, red berries so that he looks like he's been hurt. Yeah. I don't know why he does that. Wanted to look like he put up a fight rather than laying down in the dirt. Tried? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to come off as, like, yeah, he makes up this story of, like, oh, you know, I was was outnumbered. Not, like, oh, one, one dude showed up and... It just seems, yeah. He doesn't, I guess, too, because he doesn't know what happened. All he knows is he, like, fell down, and mm-hmm. then he woke up, and she was gone, and he was like, well, I better make it look like I tried. Yeah, I guess. So. I don't know. I just, like, you don't need to create a sob story. Like, you're paying the people that are with you. They have to help you anyway. <laughs> I know, but he just, I think he just wants everyone to think that he's, like, that he's tougher cool than he is. and perfect and tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the line where he's like, Ursula, I found your scrunchie. It's just like, what? Who are you talking to? Yeah. How was that helpful? I don't know. It just it's... threw me off that he said it out loud. Yeah, there's so many things that are just, yeah. Yeah. So bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we're in the Treehouse of Love, mm-hmm. aka George's bachelor pad. I would live there. Where do they um, get the eggs? There's birds breakfast? everywhere. What kind of eggs are those? I don't know. There's a billion birds in the jungle. Those are definitely chicken eggs. <laughs> you don't there know. There are no chickens. Maybe they're toucan eggs. Maybe Tukey laid them. Oh, no. They're just eggs. Yeah, I guess. And avocado. Yeah. <laughs> I know this, again, There's he has a juicer in his mm-hmm. bachelor pad, too, yep. so I shouldn't be too critical, I guess, because none of it makes sense. I did have that same thought, actually, where I was like, where do they get eggs? And I was like, oh, there are other kinds of birds. No, there are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, George discovers Ursula got titties. Uh-huh. Uh, which has he never seen a female ape? Well, they don't have. Yes, they do. Like, boobs? Yeah. Do they? They do. Oh. I've never seen a female ape. You've never been to the zoo. <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. You never watch the Discovery Channel, National Geographic, Animal no. Planet. <laughs> yeah, and then he like licks her face. Yeah, it's a normal thing to do. Yeah, not weird at all. I mean, I guess he doesn't have any instincts about it. That's true. Or that is his instinct. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's just going with what feels right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she like wakes up. Yeah. And is she's just immediately ready to drop Lyle. Oh yeah. Like in the instant. Cause she, well, she wakes up too and has redone her lipstick, which is nice. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, she's just like, well, my fiance, this guy that I know, Right, and she doesn't pick up on the fact that this man lives in the jungle and does not know what a fiancé is. Right. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, okay, cool, let's go find your friend. Like, yeah. he doesn't know. No. But she, I think she just doesn't even want to say it out loud, because she's like, oh, she's already in love with George. She's known him five minutes. Yeah. And she's like... Well, I do, th- I mean, Lyle is so terrible. Oh, yeah, he sucks. But, but, like, why are you getting married to him? She's definitely met other men in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She probably knows tons of rich dudes. In San Francisco. Yeah. Runs into people at the grocery store. She probably just falls in love with everyone she meets. Maybe. I, you know, I feel that. (laughs) I have a crush on every ball. Yeah. No. That's you. Big same, actually. Um, yeah. And then Shep, the elephant, shows up. Oh, no. I roll. It's just... I think he's cute. Oh, dumb. It is dumb. Also, the CGI is bad. I was like, what is wrong with that elephant's butt? Yeah. I mean, at least it was CGI and not a poor elephant. I mean, some parts were an elephant. Yeah. But a lot of it was CGI. Yeah. 
but yeah. He's yeah. cute. I guess. I mean, I would love an elephant. Yeah. Maybe not one that thought it was a dog, because he's clearly very destructive, but... You have one of those already. I know. <laughs> Your dog thinks she's a... an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, they meet Shep, and then they ride the elephant to find Lyle. Mm-hmm. And then... We go back to Lyle? Uh... For a minute? Yeah. Because yeah. he's like... I'm outnumbered. Yeah, he's telling them the sob story and making them carry him around. And and one of the guys says, it's easy to be outnumbered when you're a zero. (laughs) Got him! (laughs) That was pretty good. I do like Lyle getting shit on. That's entertaining, at least. Yes. Yeah, and then, like, when they're riding the elephant, they get, like, Tuki shows up. Mm -hmm. The Toucan. Tuki the Toucan. Who I was right about. Yes. Don't know why. That was in my brain. (laughs) He was deep, 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 deep in your brain. Um... And says that there's a monkey in trouble. Yeah. So he, George goes and, like, tells the monkey to be tough so that his friends will like him. Yeah. It's very cute. It's cute, I guess. It just just... shows that, you know, George has a way with all these animals in the jungle. and Yeah, and he's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Cares about him. His crocodile tooth around his neck. And Ursula's like, did you wrestle a crocodile? And he's like, no, he had a toothache. Yeah. So I helped Helped him out. Yeah. (sighs) That is... I didn't watch all 17 episodes of this cartoon, but that is a reference to the first episode. Mm. I think it's the first episode. There's an episode where Shep gets sick and he calls a witch doctor and one of the things that the doctor tells him that he needs is 14 teeth from alligators. Oh. So he goes and pulls an alligator. Goes and pulls alligator teeth. True. So there are like, from what I read, there are just, they pulled every element from the cartoon and made sure that it got in here. Yeah. It does. I did, yeah, read a lot of that and of them saying that this was like a live action cartoon. Yeah. Which, you know, it is. There's another fart joke. Uh huh. And yeah. The monkey is cool again. Yeah. All his friends like him now because he scared off that lion, yep. whom George was also friends with. Yeah. Conspiring with to make the monkey look cool. Yes. And it worked. Which implies that he could have just asked the lion to leave when it was going after Ursula. Yeah, maybe they do that all the time. They're just having fun. They just wrestle. Yeah. Seems like a thing that would happen. Yeah. Yeah, then they do vine swinging practice. Uh Uh-huh. George is falling in love with the only female human he's ever seen. I mean... He gets (laughs) some love lessons from Ape. Yeah, bad ones. Very bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. I am... I know that this is a wonderful podcast that we both enjoy making, but I'm, like, tired of talking about this movie already. (laughs) I want the salt. I want you to just, like, unleash. Just tell me what's bad about it. I can tell that you're holding back. Well, this is just boring. Yeah. This part is just, like, I don't care. Uh, Yeah. And there's so much of it. I just, I don't care about this movie. Yeah. It's not interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm not straight enough. (laughs) I mean, I I think you're just... Well, I was going to say, I think you're not the intended audience, but I'm not entirely sure who the intended audience yeah. is. Because like you were saying, the plot is too, like the core plot is a little bit too adult to be interesting for children, I guess. Like in that. Yeah, because it is true. This woman who fell in love with this man and she has to yeah. deal with her fiance and whatever. But then the, all the jokes and the dialogue and the visuals are clearly for children. Mm-hmm. And so like an adult isn't obviously not really gonna enjoy this movie yeah um and there's so so... much of it that like i just 
I don't know what the right word is, but like you pointed out, Lyle picking up the scrunchie. It does. It's just kind of pointless. Oh, yeah. And disjointed. Disjointed is a good word. Yeah. But also, un- not unrealistic in like a fantasy way, but just like people don't think, talk, or act like this ever right. in any situation. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're right. And I think a lot of it, too, is it's very predictable. Yes. Like, of course, Ape is going to give George the wrong impression of how to impress a mate. Right. But also, Ape is so well-read and educated that he really should know George is a man. reading all the time? He's not going to... Humans write about love stories constantly. Yeah. This, you know, if George maybe were to run into another jungle lady who was raised by apes, this would be the way to impress her. But Ursula is clearly not that. Yeah. And Ape would know that. So yeah, it it all feels very like all the jokes feel very forced. Yeah, in that it's like and yeah, predictable. I think is yeah, is and like a I really know way to put it that there are parts that are going to be unbelievable, obviously. But I sure. feel like that they could have done put in some effort to make it at least like I don't know, yeah, followable. Even trying to like I don't know, just like back it up and like turn your brain off is still just it's hard. Yeah, because there are parts it, of it that are like this is not how it should go i don't know yeah it's just strange mm-hmm. um yeah like i feel like every single one of lyle's lines is just very like i i wrote a lot of them down because i was just like like when he walks into the clearing and he says it's me lyle your man i've come for you it's like who talks like that no one yeah who wrote your dialogue my dude <laughs> yeah it's very strange yeah and she's like so upset to see him <laughs> every time every Lyle, time. what are you doing here I mean, she probably went to the jungle just to get away from him i mean yeah she knew he wouldn't come out there but yeah then there's a scene where lyle tries to speak swahili and he does a really bad job yeah unsurprisingly yeah um, but with confidence yeah and then back to george and ursula and ursula's like i should be worried that no one will ever find me again that I'm not. I'm more worried about anyone finding her eyebrows ever again. <laughs> Ooh! They're so tiny. Got her. Um, it was the 90s. True. And then George trying to be romantic with what uh, Ape taught him. Right. Didn't Do- work. Doesn't work. I do like the scene later where they're talking about how it didn't work and Ape's like, well, did you throw the leaves? And he's like, yeah, George threw the leaves and he's like throwing them again. He yeah. just looks so dejected and it's like cute because he's still sitting there and just throwing leaves around. Yeah. That was adorable. But... You know, he has really nice teeth for being in a jungle his whole life. Yeah. Well, so does Ape. So maybe he's, you know, maybe they dental got, hygiene. Super yeah, monkey important. dentist somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Monkey dentist. All right. And then there's a dancing scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to look dumb. And I wrote, girl, you can't look any stupider than George looks right now. Yeah. So you good. See, <laughs> and like, this is the part where I wrote down, I'm trying so hard to make it through this movie <laughs> because... Like, I knew that all this was happening, and even though I didn't remember all the plot points, like, I knew they went to San Francisco at some point, and that they went back to the jungle later, and yeah. I was just thinking, like, it still hasn't there's still happened. so much that has to happen, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, like, tired yeah. of all of these. I think it's also that there are so many tropes, like, mm-hmm. the, the way Lyle speaks to the guides, yeah, and just, like... All of the predictable things that he does. Right. And the guy know. being like, they only speak Swahili. And then it turns out that they don't. Right. Which, I mean, was... It's like, ha yeah. This movie? <laughs> yeah. It's very like, ha It's the equivalent of, like, when you see those 
like graphic tees at Walmart that have a joke on them, mm. and you're like, Haha, but who would buy and wear that? Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's they're all just like very cheap, very like very, yeah, they're yeah. very cheap jokes. I think yeah. that's the thing is like you can be dumb funny, yes, and still be clever, yes. And this doesn't. There's no part of this movie that is clever. No, none of it is like the only thing that I would say is remotely clever is again the narrator and the way that they like cut back and forth yeah which is very reminiscent of the cartoon but the rest of it is just like it's so yeah the narrator is a little clever yeah and the and the fourth everything wall else breaks. is like forced clever. you know how they're like meanwhile back at a really big footprint in the jungle and they're all just like looking at this footprint and you're like that's yeah. very specific and it's very cute that they're like but yeah that's <sighs> that's about it yeah um, so many of the jokes are, yeah, they're unnecessary, they're forced. Yeah, so there's a dancing scene where Ursula doesn't want to look dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lyle falls in poop after that. Because he's like, I'm going to go first. And then he yeah, and falls in poop. Yeah, I'm the richest, smartest, most handsomest man in this group, and I'm going to be in in the front. Trips and falls. I bet that poop is made of mashed potatoes. Face first into poop. I hope so. Uh, then he finds Ursula, and then they kiss. And I'm like, but he's covered in poop. Why Ugh. are you kissing? Ugh. Well, I don't think it was her choice. <sighs> and then, uh... And he doesn't care. Lyle accidentally shoots George. Mm-hmm. Which I turned to my roommate, with whom I was watching this movie, and I said, why did he pull the trigger thinking he knows, quote, in his brain, that it's a fake gun? He's yeah, just gonna use trigger, it to scare him. It would prove that it wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. So why did he pull the trigger True. at all? It's just to shoot George. But, like, George is clearly unfair. It was supposed to just be a George bluff. George has never seen a gun. Right. Can't scare him. But anyway, he got shot in the head, but he's fine. He's fine. It just bounced off of his very thick skull. Yeah. He's okay. But he's not okay enough that she has to fly him back to San Francisco. Yeah. To get the very best medical care in the world. Uh-huh. She just wanted an excuse to take him home. Yeah. Really. And Lyle went to jail. And she did, and Lyle went to jail, which is... That's cool. I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, who arrested him? The guides that he was with? Oh, were just like, oh, now you've gone too far. This is too much. I mean, he did shoot a man in the face. <laughs> True. But he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. But he still needs a doctor. How big could that bullet be anyway? It was the tiniest gun. He needs a doctor that... They never show him go to the hospital. He has to fly. He doesn't have a scar. It's like... <laughs> it's... It's urgent enough that he needs the finest medical attention in the world, but not so urgent that he can't fly back to San Francisco for it. Right. Yeah, that's uh, also the way time Also, works. he's all bandaged, so he probably saw a doctor in wherever... I forget where they live. Some. It's in the Congo. Yeah, yeah. but there's a name, the, the city that they keep talking about, and I yeah. can't remember. I don't know if it's real or not. It is a play on a name of a city, but okay. I didn't write it down. I just remember reading that. Okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah so then lyle is in the lineup which i was like oh good and again tropey another lineup joke where all these it's dudes obvi- are clearly not know which one it is yeah just yeah. like in the santa claus where they're like okay we're looking for this man who looks like this we know what he looks like but we also arrested Everyone this dwarf and this suit. black man and right. it's like okay we're looking for a white dude yeah let's arrest these eight people yeah. who don't fit that description at all. Ha 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 ha. That's how lineups work. Hilarious. <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like halfway done. God. All right. So um, now George is in San Francisco. 
George he's lonely. San Francisco, the white poachers are planning to kidnap Ape. Uh, Ursula's mom is worried about her, asking her if she has dengue fever. Yeah. She asks if she has if she has a fever, if her tongue is a weird color, and if her mm-hmm is okay. Yeah. You know, your mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. They're fine? I don't remember what her answer is. They're fine. They're fine. Oh my... Whatever it is. Uh, George is riding in the car through the city, presumably has a bullet hole in his head, but it hits his head on a car door. That's fine. It's fine. Um, it helps to recalibrate him. The Her friend comes over, and George comes out of the shower, comes out of the bad waterfall. Yeah. Um, without clothes on. Mm-hmm. And then we get some big dick jokes. Yep. Classic. Classic. Here, take this really big book. Yep. Uh, and then he puts on Ursula's dress. So cute. It is cute. But then the narrator is like, being of conservative mind about gender roles. <laughs> yep. Ursula Boo, Ursula. Took him to fucking Armani. Boo. And his hair is straight now. Yeah, from the water pressure, presumably, of the shower. <laughs> well, it's less humid, presumably, in San Francisco. That's true. That's probably and... why his hair is curly in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the jungle. Things are not going well. Nope. Back to San Francisco. Ursula's mom is mad about George. Yep. <laughs> This movie does not give you a second to sit down. No. And breathe. No. So in that aspect, it is very much for children. True. And that there's no there's no B roll in this movie. No, I mean maybe at the engagement party. Yeah. It's a when, little slow. Yeah. I mean for kids. Yeah. That's the like the rom com part of it. Yeah. For that plot development. That's true. But I mean but it, when it's she's just, just like it's super flashy, it's just like joke, joke, thing happening, yeah. you know. Africa, America, Africa, America. Yeah, constantly back and forth. Witty banter, like yeah, you really have to pay attention. I mean, witty is strong for the banter, but yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, George decides to eat coffee in this part. I was right about that part. Right about that. I was like word for word right about that. Correct quote. Yeah, of the one word that he says. Because well, it's because his motivation is he sees the commercial, sees the commercial, and they're falling in love, and he's like, I want Ursula to love me. I'm gonna eat this coffee so the thing that he gleans from the movie is that coffee equals love not that it's hot and wet when they're having it not that they have to be together in the same room he's just like coffee love done yeah eats it in fistfuls right that's how i got my girlfriend yeah i ate coffee (laughs) in fistfuls yeah yeah so then he eats all the coffee and then he gets dressed and he does a great job getting dressed somehow Mm -hmm. this time well how long were they in that you know neiman marcus true so then he joins a dance class, starts playing bongos. Yeah, for he the just has dancers. a really great day. He uh, climbs over the bridge. He rides on a trolley. He eats yeah. some McDonald's. Yeah. Um. He saves that parachuter. Yeah. yeah. That scene made me incredibly nervous. Did it? Yeah. It was just like Bleh. when he starts swinging, I was like, oh god. Uh, yeah. There's a yeah. guy up there. Yeah, and then he like gets him down, I guess, and then he gets flies away yeah he's just ha- hands him this rope here just go down this you'll be fine also Ur- this happens while ursula is at the engagement party and sees him on tv yeah and then she goes to the bridge well they're not at the engagement party yet oh it's when she's but she's talking what is she doing she's talking to her dad she goes to tell her dad and he's like oh look what's happening on the tv yeah but there are a bunch of people around. I That's think they're true. getting ready for the party. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how rich people live their lives. I don't either. They're always partying. But like, yeah, she sees it on TV and then is like, okay, I'm going to go down there. And yeah. he is, I guess, up there for long enough for her to like 
drive through San Francisco and get on a boat. Get on a boat. She's like, excuse me, I need to get on this boat. And they're like, okay. That's it. That's not <laughs> so how she's time just works. on it. Yeah. And then that boat's not going... She doesn't look terribly concerned either she's just kind of there. oh never she is but it, so fucking airheaded this whole movie yeah and, like, her, her breathless, she's definitely just like, like head <gasps> empty no thoughts <sighs> yeah <sighs> her her 90s voice lyle did <gasps> every oh, sorry you gotta go up about two octaves <gasps> two she's like oh my god i'm so happy to be here in the jungle it's like that fucking it's the reason so good at that it's the reason that i can't watch chasing amy either because that girl sounds the same i've way. never seen that Ugh. It's because a, I don't want to watch a movie about how a straight man convinces a lesbian to be straight. The whole movie is stupid. I to watch that. And then on top of it, her voice is really awful. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sorry. I know she can't help it, but like, God, it's unlistenable. That's what people say about us. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, just Ursula the whole time. I should have been doing the podcast in that voice this whole time. You are so good just at voices. Being, like, I don't know why I don't do them more. I don't know. Anyway. So she goes to save. She goes to meet George in the middle of the San Francisco Bay. Right. Yeah. Normal. Very normal. Why? But he almost gets. He's in danger because oh. he takes the parachute uh. and I guess climbs into it for some reason and uh, he floats away. No, no. But then he's fine. He's fine. He lands. He runs right... into the boat. He lands right above Ursula. Watch out for that Ooh. boat. Uh, yeah. So back to the jungle. The poacher shoot ape, and yeah. he sends Tuki to get George. Yep. So Tuki is gonna fly to San Francisco. Yeah. Don't worry, it doesn't take very long. No, he's he's fine. I feel like he should have gone the other way, honestly. <laughs> like on the world map. Yeah. Would it have been faster to go around the other way? I don't know. I feel like it would have. We'll do some calculations later. Because <laughs> he goes east. Yeah. Or west, and I think it would have been faster if he had gone east, since he's going to San Francisco. You might be right, because he has to fly over the entire United States. But he flies over the whole ocean. He's fine. He's just one toucan. He just one toucan. Yeah, I don't know. He's um, incredible. Yeah, so then we go to the engagement party. Well, first they jungle call in the city on their way right, to the yeah, engagement to party. Let off some steam. Uh-huh. But I, <laughs> I just wrote I'm really glad she brought her new boyfriend to her engagement party. Yeah. That's what her friend told her to do. That's her, true. Her friend in that one part was like, just tell your parents what's going on and bring George to the engagement party. It's fine. Honestly, her friend Betty. Betsy? Betsy. Mm. That's some of the best advice I've ever seen in any situational comedy ever, where she says, just tell your parents the truth and don't worry about it. Yeah. I know. Usually Man. in these movies, they're always like... <laughs> they come up with this convoluted, like, yeah. well, tell them. And she's just like... No, just tell them. Tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Actually. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? You're an adult. Yeah. And everyone's rich. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So anyway, Ursula does decide to tell her family the story at this point. Yep. And um, they totally understand. Ursula's mom's uh, fucking forehead vein <laughs> deserves its own credit. It is... Deserves an Oscar <laughs> nomination for dramatic role. Yeah, she does a great job. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then George swings into the wedding cake. Yeah. Engagement party cake. Here's the thing that I don't understand. They're not getting married, obviously. Right. Lyle's not even there. No. He's in jail. They're already engaged. Yeah. The fuck is this party for? Also, how is Lyle... Yes. How is Lyle in jail, but George left? 
Well, he got shot. <laughs> but there's no one to like press charges or like there's no case. It's like maybe they just the really left the country. They just really wanted to put Lyle in jail. That's fair. Um, and they were like, now we have a concrete reason. But also, George is not technically a person that any of us... He's not registered anywhere. Yeah, I was reading something that was like, Ursula is a human trafficker. She <laughs> smuggled this man into the United States. He doesn't have any documentation. Well, he does somewhere. But the, that's not part of this movie. No. And that would be a huge story. Oh, she just yeah. brought him in she and was like, oh, this is my friend George. With no, yeah, no kind of ID or last name, even, of that jungle. he knows. Mr. Jungle, <laughs> of jungle I think somebody yes. calls him. It's, yeah, her mom calls him that. Yeah. Enjoy the party, Mr. Jungle. God. <sighs> oh. So when he destroys the wedding cake, engagement cake. Yes. How would that make you feel, Meatwedge? Oh, were you to make that giant ass cake? Oh. I mean, truly, once you've once you made it. And been paid for it. Then it's out, it's out of your hands. Do whatever yeah, you want with it. I feel. Put a man in it. I like that they tried to reassemble it. Put a man in it. That I know, was they nice. should have just taken the top layer off. They it stacked been fine. it back together yeah. in a pile of crumbs. Like, uh, it's, uh, I got a dog food chomping. But, like, I just was so mad. <laughs> like, that cake. <laughs> you look so mad. It's for their engagement party. Yeah. And her dad's like, happy engagement day. This is not the day they got engaged. That's true. What is it's not the day they day? announced their engagement because everyone already knows that they're engaged. He's not even there. It really was just an excuse to throw like this really big lavish party, I guess. It was an excuse for George to swing into the cake. I want to swing into a cake. All right. I think it sounds like fun. Let's do it. One of my favorite things, like... We'll make it a Patreon bonus episode. Okay. I don't <laughs> think I would be a very good actor. Yeah. But anytime I see people in movies get to destroy things like that mm, i'm yeah. like that would be my biggest motivation for becoming an actor yeah just plowing face first into a cake would be really fun as long yeah. as you got to like take a shower immediately afterwards yeah or like in that episode of broad city where she uh drop kicks a rotisserie chicken oh shit that it just fun. sounds like fun yeah <laughs> and i mean obviously i could go buy a rotisserie chicken and kick it but if i could get paid to do it yeah. Or even like the, I'm getting way off track, but even like the scene in uh, Straight Outta Compton where Ice Cube goes in and smashes that dude's office with a baseball bat. Yes. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. I want to do that. I don't want to do the other parts of acting. They have I just places where stuff. you can do that now. Did you it's know true. That? But again, I want someone to pay me. Right. And yeah, I have it filmed. And have it filmed. And then maybe then be like, I wasn't feeling the anger. Let's do it again. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Purposefully mess it up about five times so that I can just smash a bunch of stuff. Yeah. There's so, a lot of examples of that. Like yeah. Jack Nicholson versus the door. Yes. In The Shining. Yes. That was probably fun. Yeah. I would love to smash a keg. Especially if I didn't Every time spend... Tim Allen set something on fire in Home Improvement. Yeah. That would be fun too. <laughs> um, yeah. If I didn't have to spend 10 hours making it. Yeah. True. I can't imagine how much that cake cost. I don't know. At least a thousand dollars. Yeah. And they, I mean, they made it. Like, it is a cake that someone made for this movie. And they probably had to make... Unless, like, the bottom five of it is of them. cardboard or something that they just iced. I don't know. Probably the whole thing is not a cake, but clearly the yeah. part that he smashes into is... Where did he even find a vine? <laughs> anyway. He just manifests them. Next is George of the Horses scene. Yes. George, George, George and the horses. <laughs> Watch out for that horse. Which is the scene that I remembered... Verbatim. You were a horny child, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or a horse child. Or I don't a horse know. Child. Yes. 
Yeah, that's definitely a horse girl. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, I don't know, all the women are like, oh my god, I totally get it. Yeah, and they're all talking to her about, oh, look at him, he's so dreamy, and she's like, he's the nicest guy I've ever met in my whole life. Because she knows three people. Yeah, and also, like, what situations has he been in? Like, yeah, he's nice. Yeah. What, he hasn't been- He's just nicer than Lyle, which is the lowest bar. Right. I mean, I did, I think I made a note of that, of, like, Lyle had to be made so horrible so that George being a five-year-old- Yeah. Man. Yeah. Is, like, appealing. Doesn't know anything. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, uh, he's- handsome and brave saved her from a lion of course he's brave he can't die (laughs) she doesn't know that um and then also compassionate where she sees him helping that little monkey to be one with his monkey friends again yeah this Um, does not translate into an adult relationship though he can't speak in full sentences it's fixable these things are fixable i hate it (laughs) Anyway, then the uh, the dad is like, how's it going? Or the mom. One of them asks him how, how it's going. And he says, nobody here have big coconuts. Titty joke. I think it's just some <laughs> dudes <laughs> asking that because he's piling up a bunch of fruit oh, in yeah, the lid of dudes. that serving tray. Yeah. And then he insults one of them. I don't remember what he says. Probably something real stupid. <sighs> oh, I don't even think he insults. I think he just laughs at him the same way that... Oh, he, yeah, he marked his laugh. Yeah. And they're just like off put by it see that would be a funny personality trait yeah if he like robot repeated back the way people said things yeah because he's learning and he's trying to fit in yeah that would have been that would have been funny could have done like, more with that happen a couple times yeah but no i think they're just really we're going for quantity of yeah jokes i think you're right rather than quality here um yeah and then the mom is comparing zebras to leopards and stripes and spots and yep. telling george and he's a spot and she's gonna murder george's jungle if he messes up the wedding so then tuki shows up and is like george the ape has been napped right super unnecessary joke ape kidnapped and then tuki's like, and he's ape, like ape ape napped? ape napped it's the same premise yeah george george uh, he leaves his alligator tooth in Ursula's hand. Ursula sleeps a lot in this movie. She um, does. She Ursula. also, she always looks very comfortable, and I'm very jealous of the quality of sleep that she gets, because she, she wakes sleep well. well-rested every time. Yeah. And her hair looks perfect. It's because she's rich. Rich people sleep well. <sighs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's some twinkly music. They They have not even kissed. No. They have not banged. They have not kissed. No. Up until this point. No, they haven't. She's just babysitting him. (laughs) Yes. And uh, she is. But yeah, he's like, oh, gotta go. I gotta go back to the jungle. So he ships himself in a box. Yep. With a folding chair and a bunch of bananas. And then Ursula is talking to her parents and realizes that her mom told him to leave. And she's like, oh, this kind of love love is fleeting. She says, oh, my God. I, I love him. Do love him. I do love George. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh yeah. He ships himself. Uh he also got some Nikes. Mm-hmm. Product placement. Yep. No socks. 
I had that same thought where I was like, he's going to have blisters. Yeah, I wrote, He's not used to wearing shoes. You just can't go off in brand new shoes you haven't even broken in. They're not broken in. He has no socks. He's running for days. Why didn't he get UPS delivered somewhere closer? <laughs> it was the closest city to where he lived, I clearly. Um, Which I'm glad he knows where that is. Yeah, he understands like, where he's going. Yeah, he knows where his house is in relation to... Mm-hmm the closest city he understands how the mail works how did he pay for how did he himself he has our get past (laughs) like customs well this was there's a live bird seven and they still don't let you ship people you're going to ship whatever in the mail before 2001 (laughs) (laughs) oh boy uh we're up to fart count three is that it yeah because ape is farting aggressively at his captors yeah i mean <laughs> wouldn't you in that situation yes <laughs> uh max's accent is so bad and i hate it yeah comes and goes it's weird face of fucking british accent what's that guy's name in <sighs> supernatural mark shepherd who crowley the guy that plays crowley yeah yeah max is a big lots version of oh. mark shepherd yes accent's bad he kind of looks like him though yeah Probably's less skeevy looking somehow, even though the character that he plays is skeevy. Yeah, it's true. He's always a skeev. Yeah. Um, Love him, though. Yeah, anyway, Sweaty George arrives at the treehouse. Uh-huh. Thor gets in a fight with the narrator. Yeah. Uh, there's a fight scene with yeah. George. Yeah. Thor is still wearing all leather. <laughs> he doesn't even take his jacket off to fight. No. The leather is not super, like, movable. No. He's uh, like, I'm a- it's the aesthetic, dude. Ape farts again. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing um, a studded leather belt too, which I was like, the belt's kind of nice. <laughs> um, matches my bootstrap. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So you get it. Anyway, fart count four. Wedge you count one. Mm-hmm. Shep shoots Tuki out of his trunk and into Thor's butt. Yep. <laughs> and then he shoots a lot of coconuts out of his trunk as well. Yep. George shows up. Uh huh. And is useless. Yeah. And Tuki and Ship are the ones who actually save the day. I don't know. George does a lot of punching. Well, yeah. And distracting. Later. And wedging. Yeah. But, like, if you can shoot coconuts out of your trunk, you could just save the day, Ship. It would be fine. Yeah, he's trying, though. He's just a dog. Yeah, but Tuki is the one who's (laughs) getting him to do it. I know. Tuki's the smartest one. Tuki's the hero of this whole thing. Anyway, here comes Ursula to save the day. How did she... She used USPS. That's much faster. <laughs> she shipped Amazon. Where did she... How did she get there so fast? Don't know. There's a big punch. Also, it's very punch. lucky that they were at the treehouse because they could have been... Anywhere else. Literally anywhere in the jungle. Well, I think George knew that they would be there because George of did. the fake path. Ursula didn't. True. And that's assuming that they got stuck on the fake path. And that they didn't get off of the path or have some other method. It's just all very convenient. So anyway, Lyle shows up. Yeah. He's joined a cult. Yep. He has some mercenaries. Yep. They take George. Another, I was just like, oh my god, it keeps going. Yep. There's more stuff. Mm-hmm. I know. The, these are definitely the, scarce is not the word I'm looking for, but like skimpiest notes I have ever taken. Because it was just so much like... I just don't care. Well, so, yeah. And when I take notes, I, I put um, 
like plot points right in bold so that you yeah know, we don't lose our place and then my thoughts are just like in normal and the last part of this is all just bold because i don't it just it's just like a There's lot of stuff to say happening. it's just yeah. the thing happens the thing happens the dumb joke thing happens yeah the end yeah yeah george escapes capture while lyle and ursula fall down a hole in a cave and mm-hmm. they're fine they're fine they fell like 25 feet onto rock but it's fine it was wet it was wet <laughs> This is a wet rock. It was a slide. The water caught them. Right. Yeah. The few inches of water caught them. Yeah. Cushioned. Mm-hmm. Soft. <laughs> and then there's a boat. And then they go white water. He rafting. said there was going to be a boat. He did not know that's where they were going to end up. Then they go white water rafting. And then uh, George is like, this swing is going to hurt. Yeah. Biggest swing in all of jungle history. He's going mock speeds. Mm-hmm. His face is like yep. doing the skydive thing. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. To what? Can you see this podcast? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you can all imagine it. <laughs> to what is this vine attached? The sky. That he is holding on to. I don't know. <laughs> he swings for so long. I know. Uh, <laughs> and he hits the tree and the tree falls over. Mm-hmm. And then everything is To saved. what point and purpose? I don't really know. The tree just falls over and stops the... I stops don't... the boat? Does it? Get, he gets Ursula out. Yeah. Because Lyle is still in the boat and somehow... And then Ape gets in the boat. And then I think this is a rape joke. Is it Ape or is it... A different... A different... Monkey. Gorilla. It's not a monkey. Monkeys have to have tails. Excuse me, it's a gorilla. <laughs> I just... It's very uncomfortable... I'm just... I. Scene. That was less me trying to like... I just learned that recently that... Oh monkeys somebody was like i read something somebody was like a monkey without a tail and everybody was like if it's if it doesn't have a tail it's not a monkey i didn't know that anyway great now you all know that monkeys have <laughs> tails the end i just i would like for people to be able to take one useful thing from this that's podcast fair, that's fair. <laughs> something interesting yeah but the the ape in the boat with lyle being yeah. aggressively sexual is very uncomfortable know that he's the bad guy but um yeah and then there's a jungle wedding yeah which is probably the best part yeah because it looks nice she looks looks so pretty yeah and he looks really handsome no one is sweaty there are no bugs chef is wearing a flower crown which animals with flower crowns on are my favorite and elephants are my favorite animals and And so it's just the cutest thing i've ever seen that's cute yeah and there's like a kid bride side full of people and groom side full of animals which is really adorable and um and her parents are both yeah. her parents there both her parents are there that's nice yeah glad her mom came around what else was she gonna do she's gonna have to buy the whole jungle yeah it's i expensive. mean george would be worth a lot of money <laughs> if that's her motivation that's true he could sell his story yeah for maybe he more would. money than lyle vandergroot has ever seen maybe she realizes yeah also do you think at any point george's parents were like huh interesting i like, mean yeah because george knows why does he never his name is george yeah and he now he now knows that he's a person fine it'd be very easy to find that Ape story knows where he came from mm-hmm. so yeah do you think he ever tried to find his parents there is a sequel it is not about that i don't know what the sequel is about i know that brendan fraser isn't even in it so no but thomas hayden church is great and john cleese is and one other person yeah. i read the plot synopsis and it is stupid so is this Yes. I've had so much coffee. 
And I'm yawning. And yet <laughs> this movie has put you to sleep. Because I hate it. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's the end. Oh, no, it's not the end. Ape well, now show... has a floor show in Las Vegas. Yeah, and they show their baby. And they have a baby. They have a little baby. Yeah. Which is cute. The sure, what do they do all day, end. do you think? I, nothing, man. They just fuck. Yeah. She's like, finally, I'm Laying around. Fuck. Exploring the jungle, petting fuzzy animals, taking rides on an elephant. The life. Encouraging monkeys. Self-esteem. Yeah. Truly, though, what does George do all day? I guess George just goes around and saves, helps animals out. And he just solves jungle problems. Fucking crunches all day. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Did it make you cry? We made it to the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I had to sit through it. <laughs> no, it did not make me cry. There's nothing, I mean, nothing happens that would make anybody cry. No, there's no emotional capacity no. in this movie whatsoever. No, it's not intended to be. This is so outside of our wheelhouse. <laughs> Right? We like the dark, scary shit. I don't shit. know how to talk about this. That's the thing. That's that's why we're having such a problem. We're like, uh, no one died. This movie isn't gritty. We weren't traumatized yeah, by so it. I didn't movie, cry for an hour. Yeah, this movie's from 97. Yeah. And so is Liar Liar. And yeah. then I feel like every other movie that we've done has been older than that. Yes. So maybe 97 is the cutoff. Like things stop <laughs> We just being can't watch things after dark. that. <laughs> Everybody was like, what are we doing to our children? Yeah. They're like, oh, let's just God. give them some stupid shit to watch. Yes. Honestly, okay. <sighs> this movie is so stupid. I truly did not expect to dislike it this much. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, had fond memories of it. I Yeah, I did not expect to literally have to be like, I need a break from this. Yeah. It took me so long to finish watching. <laughs> it took me, like, all day yesterday. I know. <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. I did read... Some, some thoughts here. Okay. I did read um, that the LA Times, I was reading an article where they called George of the Jungle a counterexample of the white man saves Africa movie trope. That's true. Which I do, you know, I was, there are parts of it that are whatever, you know, um, and I'm <laughs> a white person, so I'm not going to say that it isn't racist, but it is a, a lot less than the normal white man in Africa mm-hmm. movie trope. That's true. At least George is dumb, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not trying to save anybody. He right. just is. He's just there and he's but like, I, think I just live in the jungle. Ursula is definitely, and Lyle both have those personality traits if they were in a different situation. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Ursula, I think Ursula's motivation for being in the jungle is literally just like, yeah, I'm a white person. I, no one's ever told me no. That sounds fun. I'm going to do it. And yeah. she just does it. I can afford to. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I just want to go discover something and have it. Alone. Yeah. In but prob- also probably because her parents are super overbearing. Her yeah. fiance is unbearable. She doesn't have a job. Why not? True. You know? Yeah, there's that one scene where she tells George she's going to work, but then she goes to that weird not engagement party. Oh, yeah. What does she do? Does she work? She must not. I don't know. Why her would she? Her apartment really isn't that nice. Yeah. For how true. wealthy she is. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I I just thought that was interesting. I was reading a it was the review was actually about I guess a Tarzan movie that came out kind of recently. Okay. It has like Samuel L. Jackson and one of the Skarsgård brothers in it. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh but the guy was like is it possible to make a Tarzan movie that isn't racist? And he was like I think George of the Jungle is the only one that like yeah, doesn't fall victim to the trope. Okay. Mostly because it probably exists in absurd land. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was recently introduced to this, like, genre 
I found, well, this podcast found us, actually, called oh, Slime House. Yeah. And their whole genre is, like, it's a spoof on, like, Grindhouse, so things that are, like, really, like, bright and gritty and dark, mm-hmm. but it's, like, the kids' version of that, so they called it Slime House. Oh. And so it's, like, things that are, That's like... cute. Yeah, I really like this idea. Yeah. Um, but I think this is squarely in this genre of, mm. like, it's a living cartoon where, like... Yeah it's really bright and flashy and the jokes are like really off color and everyone is just a super exaggerated character of people that don't really exist yeah so this is i was definitely in there okay if that's what they were doing i think they should have gone for it harder yeah yeah it just could have been i don't know yeah it's just so stupid it is yeah i don't know the (laughs) Another interesting thing that I noticed um, that I hadn't thought about it until the end. This is the first kids movie. I mean, this is a kids kids movie. Yeah. There are no children in this movie. Oh, that's true. There's it's cartoon George. There's a child at the very very end, but that's like in the epilogue. But there's not a single child. Interesting. In this movie, and yet it's for kids. That's because George is a fucking child. That's true. That should <laughs> not true. be there in a relationship a in with an adult woman. I guess there's like the little kids in the the village that he lands in that like yeah. with him. but there's not like a named child who is a character who has lines or anything yeah it's george it's george he is a child you're absolutely correct speaking of how long can i complain about the fully adult woman falls for man child trope before i get kicked off the show at least 15 more minutes <laughs> i just hate it it's yeah. uncomfortable like they're not intellectually on the same level i don't know yeah, she's not that dumb. She's an airhead, but she's not stupid. She's not stupid. She's worldly. Yeah. She, it's like, I don't want to get too gross about this. She's gonna have to teach him about sex. That's true. And that's fucking weird. That is weird. I yeah. don't like to think about, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. It's weird. And also, why? What, besides being... A hot dude who is nice. Yeah. Does he have to offer as a partner? (laughs) Why? I really don't know. And I also am just, I get so annoyed. Obviously, it's a movie. I gotta take my scarf off. (laughs) I'm hot now. She's getting heated, folks. (laughs) I just hate. I've complained about this with almost every movie that we've watched, but, like, when people fall in love on movies and Mm -hmm. they give no context for, like, why they love each other. Yeah. And I do feel like they they did really put in some effort on it in this movie for once. Yeah. You know, like, showing how compassionate and nice he is. Yeah, the things that are likable about him. To Lyle. Yeah, especially, yeah. But it's still, are not, like, he's not, it's not partnership material, you know, like... These are reasons to like him as a human being. Right. Want to protect him, maybe. Yeah. You know? But, like, you're going to have to raise this person. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have to teach him about the world. And, I like, mean, that really. dynamic is creepy. Because they just moved back to the jungle. So she's like, this is the this is a life that I would like to lead here. She's, you know, she's not I like, guess. I love you and I can't wait to take you to San Francisco so that we can start a business together or, you know, whatever. We can yeah. go to parties. Like, but she did take She him tries back. that. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't work you know she realizes like this is not the place for him and that she you know when she first meet him and she's in the jungle and she's like i should be worried that no one's ever gonna find me but i'm more worried that they are gonna find me and then yeah. i have to go home so i mean really from the jump she's like i, I think i just want to live here in the jungle this with you like an escapism thing for yeah her. 
So I think maybe it's more the lifestyle. And then also, there's this hot dude here who likes me, so... I guess. I don't you know. know. She doesn't... I just, I just think that it's creepy. Yeah. For someone... No, I, you're not wrong. For two people to be on such different intellectual yeah. levels. It's, it's the same, like, relationship that Tim Allen has with his kid in Jungle to Jungle. Uh, yeah. But that's a child. Yeah. Where he's like... Let me teach, but she doesn't even really try and teach him anything. She just plunks him down in her apartment. And she's like, "I gotta go." Yeah, you know, she gives him new clothes, but she's—they're not. He yeah. learns everything about they the city by himself. Pretty at much, at least avoid that. Like, I really hate. Also, let me tell you what else I hate. <laughs> but like those movies, like um, I know Coming to America is like a classic thing, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But like Borat, yeah, like the person from another culture comes to america and doesn't understand how it works and isn't that funny yeah i hate that yeah it's boring yeah they don't really i don't care i mean for him it's not necessarily the culture it's just that like oh everything's concrete you know right yeah they don't literally a different biome do that as much in this movie and i'm glad because i was like ready to be more annoyed given the option to explore things by himself but he he doesn't like get stuck and she has to come save him you know he saves a man that's true from the golden gate bridge yeah. like he does fine yeah he you know uses his jungle smarts and gets along fine so that is better yeah than it could have been for yeah. sure yeah, she's not like let when, me protect you like when he gets to san francisco and i'm like oh no here we oh go oh boy yeah at least but they he didn't do that holds his own so that's true Anyway, was that 15 minutes of me complaining? Yeah, that's all I get. Bye! <laughs> okay, I gotta go. Nah, I have some interesting things. Um, you know who loved this movie? Do tell. Roger Ebert. I saw. <laughs> he gave it three stars. Three out of four stars. And he said at one point, when we were first introduced to Shep, he was blindsided by laughter. Yeah, and he said that he wanted a movie just about Shep. And I yeah, was like, he loved right. Shep so much. I have the, the last couple of lines from his review that I'm going to read here. Go for it. It says... Is George of the Jungle a great movie? No. But it is well positioned for the silly season when we've had just about all of the terrorist explosions we need for one summer, and it's still too hot for the autumn art films. I recommend a spinoff, a Saturday morning cartoon series about an elephant who thinks he's a dog. Think of all the things a dog could do if he had a trunk, and you'll get the idea. Cool. (laughs) Cool, Roger. What? Yeah, it's fine. Do you remember when we used to watch uh, Project Runway together all the time? And yes. we would be like, I've watched eight seasons of the show and I still never know what the judges are going to like. Yes. I don't understand Roger Ebert. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think he does. He's just like, I don't know. I like this one. You know, honestly, I guess that's the... That's fair. That's the way to do it is be like, I liked it. Um, I did think it was funny that he said, instead of spreading out the laughter and making a movie that was moderately funny from beginning to end, they concentrated the laughs and made a movie that is sort of funny some of the time and then occasionally hilarious. That's Fair. a great quote, except that it's not ever hilarious once. No. Doesn't even come close to being it hilarious. It is sort of funny some of the time. Yes. <sighs> yeah. I just wish that it was more clever. Yep. Like, here's, like, John Cleese. The Monty Python movies are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. They're silly. Yeah. They're over the top. The dialogue is not how people talk. Right. But it's not. But they're so it's funny. so clever. Yeah. This was not that. No. John Cleese. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he wrote it. I know, but he was in it. In fact, the guy, the guy who wrote it, Dana Olson, also wrote The Burbs and Inspector Gadget. Ba-na-na-na-na. So, you know. Interesting. 
he when he first started writing it he had like a script called gorilla boy yeah which is what he called his son which i thought was really cute. cute and he was like shopping it around to everyone but disney but he intentionally avoided disney because he knew that they already owned the rights to george of the jungle mm-hmm. so he was like they're not gonna do another dumb tarzan spoof yeah because they're clearly doing george of the jungle yeah and then when he finally got around to them they were like oh we own the rights but we have no script let's look at yours and they're like we love it we'll just make this george of the yeah. jungle and then there it was well year did tarzan come out the phil collins vehicle uh <laughs> 90 close to then i want to say yeah i feel like it was um let me look <laughs> the phil collins <laughs> the movie that only existed so phil collins could make that soundtrack 99 yeah all right it's a lot of jungling going on <laughs> it's a lot of jungling happening yeah but that one's very serious and it a man is. gets hanged to death. we'll talk about it i'm sure we will yeah have you seen that meme though that's like phil collins didn't have to go that hard in tarzan but he did it for us <laughs> yeah thank you um yeah yep yep oh <laughs> roger ebert also said brendan fraser who has bulked up and perfected a facial expression that can best be described as sheep-like goodwill <laughs> i feel like it's just a yep. himbo that's yes that's the definition of himbo so i thought that himbo was a relatively recent term yeah i uh, did too and then not? i pulled up this article from 1997 about this movie oh, and yeah. the first sentence is brendan fraser has a himbo problem oh like what that's cute and she talked about the same thing that we talked about at the beginning where he's in airheads he's in encino man he's just playing every idiot that and actually um the guy who wrote the mummy scott summers i think is his name or that might be the real name of cyclops from the x-men it's something like that anyway (laughs) (laughs) he saw this movie and Mm -hmm. was like brendan fraser will be perfect for rick o'connell in the mummy and cast him because of this movie so so good for him. You know who almost played George? Oh no, I didn't see. Chris Farley. <laughs> <gasps> what? It says that Chris Farley was a contender. I don't know if they ever offered him the role or if he tried oh out for God. it, but he was certainly considered. I want to go to the alternate universe where Chris Farley got all the roles that Chris he was Farley almost is every protagonist and John Malkovich is every antagonist. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that is my yes. Yeah. So the reason that Brendan Fraser got the role is because he showed up to the audition with all 17 episodes of the cartoon memorized. Wow. And then he like did that like George of the Jungle primal scream. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you're in. Nice. Done. I wonder how it would have been different if it had been Chris Farley, though. Like, would they have still done the scene with the horses where all the girls are like, oh, Oh my my God, God. I get it. (laughs) I can't imagine it would have been. Like, the jokes would would have been written in Chris Farley's favor. That would be really cute, Like, it's really nice to imagine, yeah, that it's the exact same movie, just with Chris Farley in his place, but, like, it probably would have been... And, like, when her friend comes over, and is like, he walks out naked. She's just like, I see why they made him King of the Jungle. Yeah. But it's Chris Farley. But it's Chris Farley. Oh, my God. (laughs) I... I would have loved it so much more. Think probably not. (laughs) The big gorillas that live with George are all Henson puppeteers. Yeah, I noticed that immediately. Yeah. Not because I have seen the Ninja Turtles so many times (laughs) that I was like, wow, their mouth moves the same way. Yes, it very much does. Did we say that it got a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes? We did not. But it grossed $174 million worldwide. it, It debuted at number two behind Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, Men in Black is hard to beat, so that's... Can't do it. 
Yeah. It's high praise. I mean, yeah, it did well. I mean, I think people now are like, okay, that was stupid. But yeah. <laughs> at the time, people were like, okay, this is fine. Yep. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. Everything was fine. Yeah. That's true. <sighs> For us. <laughs> In other parts of the world, they weren't fine. Not Look, great. I'm not I'm trying to be ethnocentric here. Um, guess who's back? Again. Fuck. Playing every animal in this movie. Frank Welker. It's Frank Welker. I almost forgot his name. <laughs> he, you know, he does the lion, the little monkey, Shep, Tuki Tuki, and gorilla sound effects. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. I was talking about how we're going to make one of those big, like, detective yeah. string boards. Mm-hmm. and Investigation honestly, board. Yeah. Frank Welker's just going to be at the center of it. Yeah. All of it. Because he's be been a, in... A Venn diagram that's just Frank Welker. <laughs> <laughs> so many of these movies. So I really wanted to find out... How the animals were treated. Oh, okay. Because there are a lot of animals in this movie, and yeah. it was the 90s, and yeah. I feel like the, you know, rules were a little different. Uh-huh. I couldn't find out. Hmm. So, there's a website where you can go and search, um, it's called American Humane. Okay. And they're the ones that give, they have all the guidelines, and they're like, okay, this movie receives the, no animals were harmed in the making of this film. They're the ones who certify that. Okay. This received a modified certification, but I couldn't find out what that meant. Interesting. And I googled it and everything, and Google's like, mm. <laughs> Never heard of it. I searched high and low on their website, and I was like, you have to explain to me what these things mean. That's interesting. So, I don't know how the animals were treated. Yeah. I mean, I guess not poorly, or it would get like a... Yeah. It got certified. Yeah, but it's Eventually. modified. Yeah, it means you have to go in and beat somebody up <laughs> until they clear Someone your certification. The modified certification is because it's Disney, and they were like, well, I can't say anything right. bad about Disney because they own everything. We can do no wrong. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. I have uh, one final note yeah. pertaining to that. Do tell. The little monkey. Yeah. Um, His name is Binks. <gasps> Coincidence? What? It's not even a black cat. And um, he's the same monkey who played Marcel on Friends. Oh. So he is... He's a... Got his own IMDb as well. He's a credited actor. Yes. Well, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, because he did everything except for when he, like, imitates George. They did CGI with that. But yeah. he did all the other acting yep. parts that's not CGI. Yep. Yeah. He's a, a well-trained actor, that yeah. little monkey. He's... Apparently, David Trimmer said he was a real dick, but Brendan Fraser said he was a delight. Well, I guess that means... So. David Schwimmer can suck it. <laughs> he just didn't like him. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's personal trainer for the film sued him because he did not mention him in the credits. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like just go do your job and then go home. Man. Like, you're not... He wasn't in the movie. That's true. But, you know... Brendan also, Fraser it's really not that hard to put a credit in there. Got... Yeah. Right? Just put it... Just, just put it in him. there. Yeah. I'm sure, like, his hair and makeup people are credited why would you not yeah. credit his personal trainer both because sides are very silly i'm sure that he got paid a lot for doing yeah. that yeah so that's how you get other good jobs as you get credited for the jobs that you have that's done. true yeah it really doesn't but he didn't win the case no so. i mean i think suing brendan fraser is maybe yeah. i don't know that he's, <laughs> he's like in charge i didn't write the credits everything yeah. unless they specifically were like hey who helped you look this good and he was like nobody it was just me born this way which i don't see Brendan Fraser doing I feel like he would have been like I mean everything that I've read about him is he's like so nice and so like he would have just been like oh yeah was this guy he was great so maybe they just didn't fucking ask yeah so maybe don't don't sue Brendan Fraser right how dare 
whatever nameless guy whose name I'll never know because I know they didn't put it in that part either. <laughs> that he's just Brendan Fraser's personal trainer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Um, even the my last interesting oh, I'm thing. So sorry. Go ahead. My last interesting thing is that the theme song was done by the presidents of the United States of America. That is interesting. And there's another version in the movie, and I don't know where, I just saw it on the soundtrack listing, by Weird Al. Oh. Yeah. And it's, the title of it is George of the Jungle for both of those songs. Okay. So, I don't know. That's not confusing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I love the presidents and Weird Al. Yep. So, good for them. There's so many elements of this movie that could have been good. Oh, yeah, I think we've definitely touched on that a yeah little bit. but i mean just even that you know like oh the presidents were involved yeah you know and this there's just it had a lot of potential for sure and, and it had the budget and it had the distribution and it had all of the things that the brave little toaster didn't have <laughs> yeah this is me now <laughs> every episode how does this relate on, to brave little toaster i'm gonna be like oh yeah oh <laughs> i don't think the toaster would do that <laughs> would they <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, I think that's it. Fucking finally. Thank God. <laughs> you feel better? I think this is the first movie that I've been like, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. It's not even bad enough to, to be like, like funny fun bad. <laughs> hate it. It's just kind of, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can state enough how, like, just mundane and boring. Yeah. It's just silly. This movie was. And not in a fun way. No. And I even usually like physical comedy. Because yeah. I'm a child. Right. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And the, just so many of the jokes were so gross. Like Shep peeing all over everybody. At least they didn't show it. No. But falling in poop is pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. All right. At least we're the narrator. <sighs> yeah. And Shep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And will you do the sign off in Ursula's voice? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> now I'm on the spot. What did, what does she sound like? She sounds like this. A little more breathy. You can. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. There you go. You can send us a DM on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast or on Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast, or you can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail dot com. Hell yeah! Or you can listen <laughs> to us on Stitcher, Google, and Spotify. Those are your only options. Those are your only options. Don't get weird with it. <laughs> you have any suggestions? Message us. DM us. Send us a paper plane. Yep. In the mail. Whisper your problem into the ear of a toucan. and <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> the toucan fucking shows up in this garage. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> pissed? I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> Fuck yeah, toucan. Ah, ah, ee, ee. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> I've lost my mind. I hate this movie. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, we- join us two weeks from now because I'm sure that Bucket Snake is going to need a minute. Just kidding. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. I'm leaving. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.